So, do you remember the time that you used to get pocket money as a child or maybe if you're still getting one, the transition that you go through from demanding for things that you need from your parents to getting that freedom of holding cash in your hand to spend on whatever you want. In this particular episode, I'm going to share how, what were the different sources that actually like worked for me, how I actually like got my initial 100k like before I had turned 18, how, how my freelancing career actually started, where, what were the different steps for it. And I'm also going to share like if just imagine, just take for an example, if I had to go back to my four year past self and you know like start everything by again no skills no network nothing then what is going to be my exact template to make that 100k again but in a slightly lesser time so yeah welcome to the eighth chapter of my diary this is harshal anand and you are listening to the diary of jake and on this podcast we talk about the topics that's gonna help you reach the top one percent of the gen z club not only the watts but i take you through my experiences of building things and sharing my real life learnings with you all to become that 24 generation gen z that you have been craving for I had never got something like pocket money in my lifetime. The concept of pocket money did not actually exist for me. But I was very grateful enough to have got everything that I had demanded for from, from, from my parents. So I'm going to firstly tell your story. My journey of doing what I love started back in 8th grade when I just dived into robotics and was participating in various college competitions back then and I remember very soon my interest got shifted towards UAVs when I saw them for the very first time in IIT Delhi. So there used to be a college competition, an uh, uh, annual technical fest that these IITs actually hold. Uh, it was called as Robotrise. Uh, they used to like hold all these competitions, robotic competitions back then. Now they have entirely shifted towards workshops and also they don't take place anymore but yeah so when he actually like saw the sort drone for the very first time in my life even i wanted to build one i i got so fascinated by it towards it that i wanted to build one for myself but the parts were very costly like even if you import them from china so i i remember we used to like get all these parts uh, directly imported from chinese sellers selling on websites like aliexpress banggood and all these things but it 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 was still uh, very costly uh, in the in the very initial periods so I, I have always been that shy kid who does not like asking big sum of money from my parents every time. And I remember I had a friend of mine who was working in the very same space and I used to like spend most of my days hanging around with him. And he used to like work on something called as WordPress and even make money out of it. That fascinated me, but damn dear. That was my initial reaction. That's it, genuinely, that was my initial reaction until I started experimenting out of it. I I even started blogging, then making 2D animations. But eventually that first rupee came from WordPress only and months later, not, not in the very initial period. I remember I used to like jump in between various startup groups back then to find someone who could pay me for a skill that I was seriously new back. I, I found a guy eventually and guess what? He actually agreed to pay me 7,000 rupees for a project. 
and I remember it was about developing a website for a healthcare company and 7,000 rupee like was still like a he was like huge to me like back then as a ninth grade kid ninth grade kid and I remember like one of my favorite hobbies used to be FPV drone racing. I love flying drones. I I loved like you know like racing drones through all these like FPV racers. So it it used to be costly. It used to you know like cost me a minimum of fifteen thousand to build one. So I had always this thing going in my head like you know like day and night like I need money to build an FPV drone for myself and all these things. I was like so crazy about it. But what happened is the seven thousand rupee project that I had initially got, the guy just paid me fifteen hundred rupee because I was not able to complete the project or deliver the expected uh, results, and I'm still unsure like why he even paid me fifteen hundred rupee for it. Because when I look back now, I I still don't think that the the work that I initially did did not even like you know like deserve fifteen hundred rupee. But yeah, that was the entire story of how I made my very first buck off the internet. I remember my. Second pay came along with a blog article, so uh, I I was actually like blogging in this very same space. I I used to like write uh, you know like short form of articles for a client that I actually like found out on TrueNancer, and he had a drones for a blog where he used to like put up very short articles on how to set up your very first quadcopter, how to configure your transmitter, and all these things. So I found out this guy through um, uh, TrueNancer. That was a entire that was an entirely new freelancing platform. Like uh, based out of India, and because the volume of projects was relatively low, I was very easily able to get a project. And he used to like pay me hundred rupee for a, I, I remember five hundred or six hundred word article. Then I eventually stopped doing any more blogs because I found out that like this is not my thing. I don't like writing. That was very boring for me. And then the third pay actually came from creating explainer videos. So I was creating explainer videos, 2D explainer videos for a few clients, which I again got through WhatsApp groups. My very first client was actually a co-working space based out in Delhi, which I actually like found out uh, through these like startup groups only. I am still connected with her. She's a very sweet lady. We still used to like chat, chat sometimes. So that was my very first pay in the 2D explainer video segment. Then I eventually worked out with a few more clients and. Yeah, like my 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 primary freelancing services were these two only, like creating websites for clients and then working on these like two D explainer videos, and then I eventually dived into the deeper aspects of freelancing, and my very first venture revolved around the an agency model only, where I got the first hand experience of working with a few little more bigger clients across the startup ecosystem and even you know like cross borders. So talking about today, there are endless ways of how you can make money online. But a very common pathway, a very standard pathway, I would say that many people recommend, and even I would do so, is through freelancing. Because you know, like it's it's something that's rel- relatively easy than you know, like diving deeper into. But a particular niche, and then figuring out how you can monetize this entire thing. So freelancing is usually considered to be very easy as compared to the other sources, and even I recommend so. So now you know. I don't just want to talk about the what's and why's of any topic, just like hundreds of other sources. I want to take you to the house. So if I would just have to go back to my past four years, uh, four four years self, and where I. I I just started, no skills, no connections, nothing. 
here's the exact tem template that I would follow to make that very first 100k. Firstly, I'll just try to join a few communities that revolves around multiple skill sets rather than one particular niche. The reason being, I am still unsure what I like doing, what fascinates me. So I just like try to hop onto different conversational rooms, see what most people are talking about and building. Probably I'll hop into the design room and see what people are designing, then maybe give it a shot. If it does not fascinate me, I'll just repeat the steps again with some different rooms like say coding or marketing, get into startups, no code or whatever it is until I find something that actually fascinates me. Though the Sidepath was one such community, but uh, we, we are not working on it any anymore. So it's not uh, pretty much active and engaging, but there are a few more communities that you can join. Blue Learn is one such of them. It's a, it's a very active community. I love what Harish and other other of these guys are actually building. And you can also like try Scenes by Avalon. It also has a bunch of amazing communities some amazing like-minded people if you can just like you know like filter down the top uh, legit ones because it's it's working on a marketplace model so you need to identify who who you want to consume the value from so once you find there are bunch of niche based discord communities so once you find your skill like suppose let's take it for example let's uh, design is something that fascinates you once you find this particular skills there are various niche based discord communities niche discord communities actually so eventually you're gonna find them later the second step is gonna be i'll instantly start diving deeper um, into while you know like learning in public whatever i'm learning on a very daily basis i'll start documenting it on different social platforms whether it's maybe twitter instagram linkedin all these social platforms have very different set of audiences they have a very different purpose so you need to like figure out what sort of audience that uh, you want to build so it'll, uh, accordingly you can choose a social platform as well like twitter hosts some of the smartest people i know from the nation Instagram is something where you can relatively target a very major common set of audience. LinkedIn is where you can target all these professionals and all these things. So you just need to find key where do you want to build your network, like what kind of people do you want in your network and accordingly just, you know, like document everything, whatever you're learning, like publicly. It will help me to build a great community of friends for very uh, on uh, as a very first point who are in the very same domain and probably you know like learn from them as well collab and work on projects together or just like you know like hang out with them the third step is gonna be while learning that particular skill i'll start building my portfolio as well by either offering free work or just some you know like do some mock-ups maybe like say for an example if i'm a web designer i will pick out some websites now one thing i want to say is don't pick out very large companies like say if you want to do a redesign of a website like udemy don't do that pick out any small startup in your niche or you know like say any any of the domain that fascinates you or whatever startup you might be knowing about then redesign their website the reason being like if when when you'll be sharing your portfolio to someone else and if it's a very big company they're gonna instantly think you okay like udemy this is a complete mock-up and they're gonna instantly recognize that why a company as big as udemy is gonna hire a small freelancer like you so eventually if you do some mock-ups of when you know like any smaller companies 
these smaller scale startups though you can also like fake it like with the clients that you're gonna later target and in, 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 in the you know like template that we are talk, talking about so you can also fake it that you've actually worked with that company so kind of some sort of things on on the very similar lines if you're uh, let's say um, if you're a video editor so don't pick out any you know like very uh, big youtubers in the space like say marcus brownlee and you like edit their videos and kind of like put that into your portfolio it's again going to be the very same thing when you're going to share your portfolio to someone else are going to instantly recognize he why someone as as, as as a big youtuber as marcus brownlee is going to hire you for, for for your skills maybe so just pick out a random or somebody you know like any youtuber that you might be following a small youtuber edit their videos for free you don't need to send them maybe or just like you know like send them probably if you're done editing them just like send them a email saying like i have edited these videos for you and it's completely free if you want to use them in your youtube channel it's, it's completely fine so that that was the that's going to going to be the very third step just focusing on building my portfolio either working for free for companies or say for in in whatever niche that that you are working in or, or whatever services that you are currently offering or maybe just like doing some mockups and the fourth step is going to be down the line 3 to 6 months i'll then eventually start freelancing now i'm going to ignore all the bluffs around you know like setting up a website for ours getting professional domains and blah 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 and all these things and focus on only one thing that is getting my very first client that's it i'm not going to do anything else probably for your portfolio even you can use a tool such as znap or linktree to just like you know like put up all the links and use like google drive anything else any anything that works for you but don't waste so much of your time into setting up a website getting a domain and all these things just focus on getting your very first client so i'm going to start by creating an offer so ignore finding your niche who is your target audience in this very initial time the initial focus should only be finding your very first client so don't bother about what's your niche is uh, who is your target audience and all these things obviously you're going to figure out or figure it out later but not now so i'll first of all start by creating an offer so an offer something like for example like i offer web development and designing services for software product and saas based companies so obviously if you haven't found out your niche yet it's it's completely fine if you haven't found out who you're targeting basically it's all okay just create a very simple offer like i offer web development and designing services across clients in uk and us and just like put it ki like what you're basically offering what's the you know like uh, deliverables that you're basically including in your offer so let's say for an example i'm going to say I offer web development and designing services across UK and US based startups whose company size is around you know like 1 to 20 people and they have got recently funding and they will be getting a custom 5 to 7 page website designed to match their brand theme and aesthetics and this will cost the company $1500 excluding hosting and domain and including 1 month of free maintenance and support as well So this is kind of what an offer looks like. I'll start by reaching out to people in my circle, the circle that I initially built through learning in public, the audience that I uh, initially initially gathered. 
and I'll just like, you know, like tell them I've started freelancing and if they can refer me to someone in their network or I'll directly like ping people who are solo freelancers who are already getting enough projects and will directly ask them if they need any help with their projects and probably I can offer them, you know, like some commissions for every project that they outsource to me. Like say, suppose if they are getting enough projects and they don't have the bandwidth to work on multiple things at, 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 at a very single time. So probably you can tell them if you, uh, if you outsource all these projects to me, I am going to, you know, like uh, give 10% of each sale to you, maybe something, something sort of on, uh, on the, on the very same line. So I'll be collecting video testimonials very firstly from all the clients that I initially worked with and just store it somewhere like probably in a, in a Google Drive folder or anything so I can later put it up on a website later. So once I've worked with enough people in India and I've gained the confidence, I'll start the cold outreach process and work with clients primarily across the US and UK to, you know, like make some good amount of money working for the very same amount of time because it's again the cost of the living factor that comes here. Suppose if you're gonna, you know, like work on a five to seven page of website and just by putting in like two weeks of your time and you're getting paid 30 to 35,000, you are again gonna put the same amount of time working with an international client as well, but the payout is gonna be relatively high as compared to the Indian markets because the very same cost of living factor between these like different nations. So now depending on my niche, I'll try to find where these people hang out the most, where, where can like, you know, like get my leads out of. Let's say I'm doing web design and development and primarily looking for $1,500 to $2,000 projects with a company size ranging between one to 20 people. Matlab primarily startups only who are in the technical space and who have recently got funded. Now, when you have initially already worked with some like, you know, like various clients across India, you might have already figured out your niche, your audience that you are targeting in, what kind of sector fascinates you and where you see yourself adding most of the value in. So that, that was the initial reason, reason to work out in India only then expand to cross border um, services. So probably I'll already be having a very clear idea of who are my audience, who I need to target, what kind of startups that I'm looking to work for. And then you can just, you know, like think for something like, where can I find these people? Where I can find their information? Probably I'll just consider looking into the Y Combinator startup directly. They already, they're, they're already having a complete list of, you know, like startups who have just got funded in their very recent batch. So you can just like, you know, like go out and target them with the services. These are the people who can actually afford your services. So just like, you know, like using the cold email process, which we're going to discuss uh, later in this particular episode. And you can also like try out websites like crunchbase, angel.co slash jobs. These are the websites where you can, you know, like directly search for companies, any specific companies and any of the sectors who have recently got funded. Even And there are also filters available, which allows you to, you know, like filter their company size to one to 20 people and all these things. And who, 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 are, who may be like hiring as well for a role that uh, you're offering your services in. So maybe that, then I can also use the LinkedIn jobs portal, I can also use the LinkedIn or the Twitter search method. So just go on LinkedIn, search for say looking for video editor or whatever services are like looking for UI designer, looking for WordPress developer, then go to the recent tabs, like filter out the post to recent, like in the last 24 hours, 
so you, you you're gonna see a bunch of people who are actually like you know like looking for these kind of services you just need to like find out and reach out to these people and again the very same thing on twitter as well just go out and search for looking for ui designer or looking for wordpress developer filter the tab to latest and you're gonna see all the posts that people have actually like you know like mentioned key like the they're actually like looking for these people for projects for contracts and all these things the other method could be probably you can also like hang out in local reddit groups i haven't personally tried it myself like anytime but i've seen like it works for most of the people then you can also like try out these local freelance websites do you remember the initial story that i mentioned at the very beginning of this podcast like i i got a few um, article clients like out of a website called toolancer so it only used to like work in the Indian markets back then. It's now working cross borders as well. But initially it was launched in India. So the volume was quite low. So you can also like try finding freelance websites who only operate in a specific region. Let's say these are the, these ABC freelance websites. These are only for UK based clients only like UK people can use it. So you can you can do that as well. And now you're going to simply use the cold outreach process, you know, like reach out to all these like prospects. So there are two resources that I'm going to recommend. One is uh, uh, this Abhinav Aroda cold email guide. Just go on Google type Abhinav Aroda cold email guide and there's going to be a website um, with the domain name reply.io. There is a blog article already. Just go through the entire blog article. It's very detailed. It's quite good. You're going to find a bunch of templates as well over there. And the second resource that I can recommend you is I have personally tried it. It's it's very good. Is Shreya Pattar's uh, Freelance and Freedom uh, ebook. So you can just like you know like purchase it. She has very well defined each and every step of freelancing templates, follow up templates, and all these things. And how you can also like you know like use the cold outreach process in a much effective way. So these are the two resources. This is something that you can refer out to. Pitch to twenty leads a day, like for 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 an entire month. Then. You know, like once you get some initial clients, then ask for their testimonials and then probably ask them to refer you to someone else as well. So that's how you're going to form a loop or funnel, you say. So there's one thing that I want to mention. I'll always have this thing in my head for the long run game. My goal should be I don't want to lend my time for money. Tell here my goal was to get money in my pocket because, you know, like a simple rule is you need money to make more money. So let the money work for you. Probably later, how can I expand is I'll hire a few people who will do the prospecting and the entire cold outreach process for me. So I can probably like save two, three hours and, and there I'll just have to get on sales calls, meetings and all these things. And probably later, as soon as I start getting more and more revenue, I can also hire someone who can do the services that I'm currently like providing to these clients. And that's basically how you expand, like, you know, like get more clients, get referrals and just scale that venture. So you don't just like don't focus on working and everything alone. So, you know, like kind of thinky you are sick here and this this is your freelancing, like treat this as a job kind of thing. Don't stick there. Try to free yourself up, like achieve that freedom, like that you don't have to work. Just like get on 
calls meetings and everything and have people in place who can actually work for you that that's the only way that how you can like you know like scale up most of us and this is initially that uh, that that took me like you know like a lot of time to free myself up from is i always had this scaling thing from the very beginning time i never wanted to you know like lend my time for money in the, in the very beginning as well like when i when i did not had money in my pocket i did not realize that i need money to make more money i need money to multiply that money i did not realize that and that's why i was missing on more and more opportunities i was you know like kind of started procrastinating and not getting this i'm not going to do freelancing just because you know like i i i don't want to lend my time and all these things first of all focus on making money then focus on how you can scale and how you can just you know like free yourself up so after this it's another whole story of you know like scaling and i haven't you know like reached that stage basically so i don't want to just like you know like take assumptions and like talk about things which i don't have my experience in so probably for some time later so i guess yeah it's 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 already been i guess 25 minutes it's been a long podcast so thank you so much for listening guys and there's one more thing i have recently started a newsletter so you can you know like just hop onto the link which i mentioned in the description i'll keep triggering podcast notifications some valuable templates out there and other things like you know like which which i actually like find some valuable things out there and on internet i'll keep them i'll i'll keep sending them to you so make sure you subscribe to the newsletter uh, Uh, that the link is all already mentioned in the description um yeah like i'm i'm always available on all my social handles harshilanan39 i'm super active on twitter and instagram primarily you can drop me a message if you're having any sort of queries if you want to discuss something out i'm always available there to help you guys out and um, yeah probably i'll see you in the next one bye bye take care